Grit Talk podcast, where I talk about whatever I want and no one can stop me. If I want to talk about Hollywood and the crazy crap they do, I'm going to talk about it. If I want to talk about the crazy in my life, because there's a lot of it, I'm going to talk about it. If I want to talk about the crazy in your life, because let's face it, y'all are crazy too, then I want to talk about it. But first, allow me to properly introduce myself. My name is Erica. I hail from the gun-toting church member state of Mississippi. I'm also 29 years old, which is also, coincidentally, the age I will die approximately 59 and a half years from now. Because let me tell you something, this girl is not going to turn 30. Just not going to do it. I refuse to do it. Some things that I love. I love food. I love shopping. I love being a Southern girl. There's nothing like living in the South. And really good barbecue. And not this crap people try to pass off as good every time you go into a restaurant. I mean barbecue that is actually mouth-watering, pee in your pants, need to go to the toilet kind of good. Moving on, my biggest pet peeves. Liars. I cannot stand liars. I will sneak into your house, find your bedroom. Yes, I know that is sadistic. Cover your face with a pillow and kill you. I do not like liars. Do not lie to me. It is a complete waste of time because the truth always comes out. Another thing I hate, the reason why, a reason that I still don't know, spiders exist. I don't think they should exist. I don't know why they exist. And I think they should all go away. And I think my biggest pet peeve is being poked. Yes, being poked. I just don't like people pushing their finger into my body. It's creepy. Which reminds me, I had no idea Facebook still had pokes. I mean, I don't really spend a ton of time on Facebook these days, but recently, I go to it. I have a few notifications, and before I open them, I'm asking myself, Who's tagged me in something stupid this time? And who do I have to unfriend today? So I open the notifications and it says, this person poked you. And I'm looking at it like, poked? Who the frack just pushed their blue virtual finger into my hot smoking Facebook page? I didn't even know Facebook had pokes anymore. I'm looking at it and trying to figure out one, why Pogue still existed, and two, why is this guy poking me from jail? That's right, jail! And to put icing on this sweet piece of pie, he sent me a message saying he wanted to talk to me and he'd be out of jail later this year and if he could have my phone number. Creepy and weird, right? Sure. But Okay, so he's not exactly a stranger, but I sure do wish he was. Basically, he and I talked, air quotes around the talks, but every conversation he and I had, he kept involving his ex. He'd love to tell me how fine she was and how addicted to the sex she was. And then, out of the blue, he was back with her. I mean, it's not like it hurt my feelings or anything. And it's not like I didn't expect that, considering every conversation we had revolved around it. 
Well, then they had a massively huge Facebook fight every day for a week. I mean, brutal things thrown out at each other right there for the world to see publicly. How embarrassing their families must feel, right? Then the week after that, they were engaged. Of course, then he got thrown in jail. She got fed up, moved to California, and fell in love with a new wannabe thug. So that's when he decided he was going to try and hit me up again. Um, nah. Nah. H-E double hockey sticks, nah. I am no man's second choice. Heck, I better not have to beat someone else out for first choice either. There shouldn't even be a choice. I am just it, you criminal fungus, you. But that's what I attract, men that resemble the personalities of fungus. Fungus men. I mean, they don't even have the decency to lie and say they want to feed me before they try getting into my pants. They just jump right to the part of the relationship that usually doesn't happen, in my case, until much, much, much later. You know, it makes me wonder what kind of a vibe I give off. Do I have some sort of easy mark sign stapled to my forehead? There's this guy I recently met that said I look like a woman who's ready to settle, and he thinks I'll have a few kids in the next few years. So I'm thinking, well, I definitely don't give off this vibe that says easy mark. I have to give off this real woman type vibe. I mean, this real woman take me home to your mama kind of vibe, right? And I'm thinking, oh, wow, this must be a really nice guy, right? I mean, how could he not be to say something like that? And to say something that's true, to let me know he really sees who I am. Well, he then placed his eyes at my vagina area and asked, Can I? (laughs) I mean, seriously? He's married with two kids. He looks at my business and asks if he can. Ugh. There are not nice guys in the world. Why are they all so piggish? I mean, can I just find a tall, athletic, Sam Hunt-looking fellow with a job so I don't have to give him gas money to come see me? Where is that man? Because, dude, I am in love with you. I want to marry you. I want to have your babies. But when dealing with all of this, I thought about something. Have you ever had your super strict, you're not allowed to go out, have fun, date babes? Yeah, babes. Or you can call them boys. I like to call them babes or hotties. Or choose your own friends because you, quote, don't know how to pick good friends, end quote, mother to tell you that you are who your friends are. Well, mine did. We typically are friends with people who aren't too different from ourselves, right? I mean, we might be different, but there's enough similarities to make us friends, or at least frenemies. So if I give off this ready-to-settle, good girl, take me home to your mama kind of vibe, why do guys still try to talk to me like a street corner by the hour funhouse? Then I thought, one of my friends has a lot of non-relationship sex. 
she is always dating someone, or at least talking to or texting a guy, or guys. If she has a boyfriend and she wants to break up with him, she makes sure to find a new guy first. I mean, she's not really a loosey-goosey, just a guy-needy woman. I mean, she doesn't really do alone well. She thinks she's alone when she's single, but having guy friends to fill the void, even if you weren't sleeping with them, isn't really alone, in my opinion. Now, it's got me wondering if my mother was right, and I hate to say that, ugh, but no matter who I am individually, guys still assume I'm just like my friend. So maybe that my friends suck because their image overshadows my actual image? Maybe that means I need new friends. I don't know. Should probably call them all and let them know that they may or may not be my friend tomorrow and I'll get back to them as soon as I can. But you know what? Despite the loose image my friends may or may not give off, I get really annoyed with them. One, they might have ruined my chance to find a really great guy. And two, they always text me and demand explanations to something that I didn't include them in. It's annoying because I'll see pics on Facebook and one of them will be at a pool party or baby shower or on that vacation I didn't know they were taking. The one I wasn't included on. The one I didn't even know about. And sometimes I'll call and be like, Hey, you want to go see this really awful movie with Shailene Woodley and Theo James in it? And the answer I get will be, Oh, I already saw it. And I get yelled at via text for grabbing dinner at my favorite restaurant. And you get secretly married, and I not only didn't get invited, but didn't even know you were someone's wife until three months after it happened. Really? But I have to give one of my friends some credit for being a really good friend, or should I not give her any credit? Because she did invite me on a trip to the zoo. That was really nice of her. Except it turned out not to be her trip to the zoo, but her co-worker's family trip to the zoo that she had gotten invited on because she has a family. She's got kids. I don't. So imagine how embarrassing it was when her co-worker showed up and was like, um, who are you? I was the only uninvited one there. And since I have no kids, the only one on a family trip without a family. Super. So super. I'm sort of determining now that maybe I really do need new friends. But I don't know. How awful are your friends? Let me know. Because apparently, now that I'm doing this podcast and thinking about it, My friends might be pretty awful ones. Oh my god. I do need to replace them. Ah, whatever. There's like a billion people in the world. It should be easy. But anyhow, 
I wanted to introduce both myself and my podcast so you guys would get the gist of just what Good Talk is going to be like. New episodes will go up every two weeks. I hope you enjoy them and I hope to see you in another two weeks. It's been a really good talk. Bye.